ESPN Pensacola, 1330 AM and 99.1 FM. It is our pleasure to bring to you the coaches of the national champion UWF cheer team. We have head coach Brooke Cialino joining us, as well as assistant coach Chantel Taylor. Ladies, welcome to the program, and congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks. It's an honor to be here. Well, first off, how, how does it feel? <laughs> It's surreal, honestly. Um, we're on cloud we, uh, nine. The reality of it still has not fit in. Well, I would imagine that for anybody who works this hard and makes it to the top, it's hard to put into words. So let's start from the very beginning. You know, you're you're putting this team together. You're going throughout the season. Whether you know, you're cheering at football games or basketball games, unfortunately, no football games to cheer at. But you're doing, uh, you know, you're 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 just doing what you're what you're doing with your team, and you make it to the NCA Game Day Open National Championship. Just starting from the beginning, throughout the course of the year, uh, tell us about this team and just the ride the journey has been. Um, so we started. We had to do virtual tryouts last year, which was a challenge in itself. And I know all cheer teams that had to do virtual tryouts were scrambling to, you know, try and figure out how we're going to make this work. Um, but when Chantel and I were watching the videos of the girls that had submitted, we were both just like, man, we have got some talent this year. Um, and we had some returners coming on, but we had a lot of new people trying out um, that we had never even met because we weren't allowed to do clinics due to COVID, um, which is usually how we meet the girls that are going to be trying out. Um, so we had kind of had a discussion like, hey, if sports are canceled, you know, is competition something that you would want to pursue? And, um, and Chantel is the competition guru. Um, she has a background in all-star competition. Um, she's she's a, a judge. She's a choreographer. Like she, competition is is her her lane. So, you know, she was like, "Oh, you know, I would love it if we did that." Um, and then we so very we didn't so very sorry so very sad to hear that the season got canceled but in my book I was so happy because it gave UWF the opportunity to get on a competition floor which is something that the university has not done before so it was very much uh, a pleasure to be able to be a part of it so the first time you are the first year you ever do competition it results in a national championship wow Yes, yes. Um, it was exciting and kind of a little fun fact. Uh, Chantel and I actually cheered together in college. We were college teammates. We uh, made an appearance at NCA Nationals together through our college cheering career. Um, ended up coaching together here in Pensacola, and um, it was just a dream for both of us to go first. Both of our first collegiate uh, competitions as coaches the first collegiate competition for UWF cheer. And yeah, we just, we were so confident going in. The team was confident. The bond that the team has this year is just unreal. Um, and we just all, you know, we, we had set a goal for ourselves and, and we were willing to meet it. And, and I think we exceeded our expectations. So when the announcement is made that the seasons are canceled, 
you can't even meet in person. What was sort of the immediate next moves in your mind? Um, so we did a lot of Zoom practices, uh, which was crazy because everyone's network is different. So we were trying to like learn material and do things online, but everyone's delayed or, you know, can't hear the feed. Um, so it was a lot of patience. Uh, Chantel, I, I'm not sure if um, some people read in the article that was written about us, but um, Chantel's husband's job got relocated, and that pulled her out of Pensacola. Um, so this girl choreographed our entire routine virtually. Um, she watched it through Zoom during every practice, and she's just – her eye for um, – like I said, for putting this stuff together is just insane. And she she stuck with us through the season. Um, we didn't have a full squad practice until October in person. Wow. Um, we really? had to split. Yeah, we had to split our team practices in half due to COVID. And um, so we didn't even know, like, who's going to stunt with who and um, how we're going to put all this together. Half the team had never even met each other before. It was kind of a crazy start, and we were both thinking, are we crazy for trying to do this? Um, and but, the but crazy thing is because cheer, and because cheer is such a team-oriented sport, you can't do it without one girl. And you, you know, it, it definitely takes all the team members. It was definitely tricky to figure out how to work our practices around COVID restrictions, more so how to make a competitive routine around COVID restrictions. So it was definitely a challenging but rewarding year. So yes. how was so leading up to the NCA tournament, what were there other competitions you were participating in? Were there so like you were able to participate in enough competition, practice enough with each other in person uh, to where you make it to the game day open? How many tournaments did you have to participate in before you were able to make it to nationals? So generally, NCA does uh, require that you do their summer camp. Um, we were signed up for summer camp this year in August, but due to COVID, it got canceled. Um, so NCA lifted those requirements um, just because none of the teams could do summer camp. We actually had no competitions leading up to it. Um, we probably had our first full practice with all members there <laughs> March 18th <laughs> um, was when we did our first full out run through and it was a disaster. Um, wow. But yeah, we just, I'm telling you the team and I, I just think they had such a belief in each other and, and in our program and honestly, and Chantel and I to, you know, to put this together and to take them, um, yeah, I mean, we had injuries. We had people that ended up not being able to compete due to various things. We probably reworked that routine 20 times um, and honestly made changes up until the night before we left, um, even made changes at the competition, just little things from the score sheet that we felt like we could do better. Um, so, yeah, these, these girls were on quite a wild ride with us, but they, they trusted us, and, and they obviously, you know, had the belief in themselves to go out and do it. I wanted to uh, ask the question of, so you had some of these seniors and captains who have been here since, you know, 
pretty much the beginning of when, when the football program had just came back and then also some who had just been here a very long amount of time and you were with them before COVID and then COVID started and then all the way to now. What was it like, the feeling with them that you guys have just gone through so many years of chemistry and building this whole team to see them win, win this competition? That was part of the reason why I wanted to do it. And Chantel, you can go ahead. I can say that was honestly from being here for the past three seasons and some of those seniors have been there, if not longer than me, for the most part. So to be able to be with the program, to share that moment, to actually move out of state to coach it and share that moment, it's just it's unbelievable. I am happy that the the program is behind us and the, the we couldn't get more support from our institution and from SGA. So as far as the university um, and our seniors, and it just you can't it just can't go out on top a better way. Now I want to ask about the competition at at the NCAA nationals. You get there, there's plenty of other teams there who are probably in the same shoes as you. You know they they uh, haven't they've had very little interaction with each other. They haven't competed with each other very long in competition. Tell me about the competition itself when you arrived. Um, well, Chantel and I, we laugh about this because um, although we had had a rough road leading up into competition, I mean, I don't know if you noticed from our pictures, we had four girls in boots. Um, I, I, I'll so be honest, injured. I did notice that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. that. Yeah, and, uh, and you know, they were they were pushing it through. Now, we did not go against doctor's orders. They They told them that as long as they had their boots on outside of the competition floor, they were good. Um, but, you know, it, it is – it is a strenuous road. There's a lot of tumbling, a lot of jumping, a lot of repetitive motion. It's hard on your body, but um, we laugh because when we got there, um, it, it was very long days filled with practices and running routines and warm-ups and um, the day of preliminaries. So you have to make it through preliminaries to get to the finals. Um, <laughs> our bus took off with all of our equipment for competition um, there was just some miscommunication, and it was about an hour and a half before we were supposed to compete, and we had nothing. Um, and to say that we were so freaking imagine, out a little bit. Imagine a football team getting ready to warm up. They don't have on pads. They don't have footballs. <laughs> they don't have their jerseys. They don't have their spikes. Just everything that you would need to compete is not there. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So we did not have it. I called the bus driver frantic. Um, he had gone to get gas. He was, and traffic is insane in, you know, in Daytona. Um, he's trying to make it back. I told Chantel, I was like, we can't show it. You know, like we can't show the stress that we're feeling. And we're just going to have to to push through. And so we were smiling and telling the team, like, it's going to be fine, guys. It's going to be great. We're, we're He's on the way. We're going to have it. Um and inside, I can tell you, I was having a mental breakdown. I'm like, what are we going to do? Um, 20 minutes before we took the floor, I got all the, the, the bus came, like stopped traffic, stopped in the middle of the road. I loaded up. We have this little beach wagon that we were pulling around with all of our stuff. And I loaded it and I ran to the girls and um, they were seriously unrolling the flags, pulling out the signs as we were walking to take the floor. Um so Chantel and I were thinking, okay, this this routine may not go well. Like we were kind of mentally preparing ourselves. <laughs> this, these girls just went through a whole lot of stress. 
Um, and we got first in preliminaries. I mean, they just, they killed it. They, and, and we were so shocked when we, I mean, and not to say that we didn't think they could do it, but after a day like that, um, you know, they just, they didn't let the stress get to them and they just went out and they had fun and they performed. Um, and, and we were able to take first place in preliminaries, which was awesome. Even after all that. Wow. That's that is, that's yeah, awesome. That's, that's actually a really cool story to hear. You think, um, knowing that that's what happened, that you know you had this little frantic you know thing happen that you weren't really expecting to prepare for. You guys think that might have actually, in a way, helped because you guys didn't let the nerves ever be able to set in because you guys were always on the run on the exactly. fly trying to prepare. So you guys think that might have had an effect to why you guys did you guys did so well because there was no time to really overthink or stress about the situation because it's like exactly. oh, we still have to get ready for this, right? <laughs> Right, exactly. So I actually the best part is on day two we don't use any equipment for warm ups because now we're superstitious. We're like if it worked on day one for day two, we're just gonna do it the same way for finals, and we ended up going out even more spirited and did awesome on day two. So definitely the stress of it, like you said, was a great motivator. Yeah, and our favorite part is we actually had to go into the warm up room on preliminary day with all of the teams that we were competing against. Um, and we go up there to warm up and we have no equipment. So they're probably thinking like, what is this team doing? Like they come into a game day competition <laughs> with nothing. Um, and so we, we kind of felt like it, it used to our advantage because all these teams thought that we just came in with absolutely no props. And, uh, and so, yeah, like Chantel said on day two, we said, you know what, y'all don't need to warm up with these. We, it worked for day one let's do it for day two that's awesome so uh, uh, i know justin has a question then i'm gonna ask a sort of a follow-up after that as we are speaking with uh, brooke celino and Chantel taylor uh, coaches from the uwf cheer team so you know you guys were on the sidelines in 2019 mckinney for the national championship for the football team and i wanted to ask <laughs> how's the feeling knowing that going into this fall that the football team won't be the only national champions on the field oh yeah I I think it's awesome. Let me tell you, our girls love supporting UWS athletics. Um, being on that mm -hmm. sideline in 2019 was a dream come true. Um, and mm -hmm. they, mm -hmm. you know, they still talk about it to this day. Um, and so I think just knowing that our program was able to, to do something for the university as well. Um, we we wear UWF proudly. Um, we love to support the school and the athletics, and um, SGA is great about including us in different events that are going on on campus, um, you know, when COVID is not a factor. And so, um, you know, this is something we obviously wanted to do for our team and our program, but we also wanted to do it for UWF because we're very proud to represent UWF and, and what it is. That's and that's such a cool story. Being at UWF, when I was reporting this on Monday, you know, UWF adds another trophy to its huge trophy case. It seems that anywhere in athletics, UWF is adding more trophies, and of course it makes sense now that the cheerleading team adds more to it. I want to ask about when the announcement was made that y'all clinched first. One, after your final routine, how did you, what, how did you feel about your chances going into the announcement? You know, Chantel and so we I had a lot of parents. And, oh, go ahead, Chantel. Sorry, go ahead. We had a lot of parents and supporters who were there, so we want to thank them also for coming out to support the cheerleaders. And they were watching the competition for us, so they were thinking that our chances were pretty good. 
we just knew that on finals they went out, they gave their all. I mean, the enthusiasm, the crowd leadership, just their spirit overall. Just walking off as coaches, we felt proud. We always tell the girls, as long as you go out and do the routine that we gave you, we are proud no matter what. And they just exceeded our expectations beyond what we could have ever expected. Me and Brooke are very hard coaches to please. So when they got off that mat, I think they were excited. They could tell how excited we were. The, the crying, the tears, the parents, the hugs, it was a great way to end their season. And and another disadvantage we actually had on finals day, we felt like it was a disadvantage. We were the very last team to perform. We literally shut down the competition. Um, these judges have been sitting there since 8 in the morning watching routine after routine after routine. And so, you know, one of the things Chantel and I told our team is we said, look, you're going to have to perform this. You're going to, you know, these judges are tired. They've been through a whole day of competition. They're, they're ready to go home. You're going to have to go out and you're just going to have to perform and give it your all. And if you do that, you know, like Chantel said, if you perform what we've given you and you do your best, then at the end of the day, you know, it falls in the judges' hands. Um, but, you know, we told him, we never want you to come off the mat and think, I wish I could have done it better. We want you to come off the mat thinking, I left it all on there and I gave it my all and, and I have no regrets. And I feel like each and every one of them performed that exact way. And, of course, we all know the end result. You win. To hear that your team was number one just in that moment, what was running through your mind? Um. I think I kind of blacked out a little bit, honestly. I just, we were all sitting in a circle. We're all holding hands. Kind of a fun fact, um, the defending champion for this division was Lenore Ryan, which we knew they were coming in hungry because our football team knocked them out of uh, playoffs. We love that. We love that. In 2019. And so we knew, like, they don't like the UWF name. Um, And, and they were hungry. And that was like one of our things after we scored first in preliminaries, we told the team, we said, you have to stay humble. You know, this is, this is not over. And so our team motto for the weekend was stay humble, stay hungry. Um, and those girls did just that. And, you know, we're all sitting in a circle holding hands. And as soon as we heard second place called and we were like, there's no one else to call but us. Um, <laughs> we we just went crazy. And it was awesome because we got to share that moment with all of the friends and family that came to support us. Um, they were all there with us on the hotel patio. And so that was just really special um, to be able to share that with parents and friends and, and grandparents and boyfriends and best friends it was it was just a really unique experience well guys this is an unbelievable uh, unbelievable journey that y'all have been through to deal with COVID-19 to have virtual practices virtual tryouts to then for the first time ever do competition style have no competitions <laughs> leading up to nationals to then win it all it's an unbelievable story congratulations this is a real treat for you guys. This is a treat for Pensacola. Way to continue to live up to the UWF standard. Thank you so much for joining us today, and good luck moving forward. Now you, now we expect you to do it again, so you have that on your shoulders. I know, yeah. That's, that's the hard part is the expectation is there now. But we thank you so much for having us. We just, Chantel and I love what we do. We, this is a dream come true for us to be able to coach together and to coach a program like UWF. And um, 
like I said, this this has been a dream for us since we were in college together, and, and it's just so exciting <laughs> to be able to share that. Perfect. Well, guys, thank you so much. Best of luck moving forward. We hope to have you on again soon. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you.